Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Roadmap, a mini-series for Journey Under 30. I am Colin Parker, and I am going to basically just pick up right where we left off yesterday. Um, looking through my notes here. So one of the last things that we talked about yesterday was essentially you know, kind of creating your strategy and then finding the right channels. So I want to hit that just a tiny bit further before I move on. Um, and I'm going to do my best to keep this one under 15 uh, minutes today, since the last few have been a little longer. So um, one of the things that you want to include when you are creating a social media strategy is, now I know it's going to sound silly because it's kind of like, well, duh, man, but you really should have your goals. Like that should be one of the first things that you sort of write out. But a lot of the times, for me at least, I think having goals be the first or at least near the top, it's easier to then sort of link back all of your other things back to the goals to see how they fit. Because I think it's very easy to forget something or to not see how things can uh, affect, you know, what your actual outcome is unless you're physically kind of seeing it and like linking it for yourself. Um, then you have your sort of customer identity or, you know, your 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 target audience, your channels. Um, okay, and now this one's interesting to me at least, uh, which is content types. Um, you know, it's, I think it's something that I think a lot of people kind of overlook, but you really should be kind of having a variety of content. However, I will say that, you know, almost every marketing course that I've ever taken has spoken about how photos and videos, but more in particularly, like just some sort of visual that goes along with your post, uh, always does much better than just text and post. Um, I actually personally have been sort of trying to test that a little bit myself. I've been posting basically like each week or every time I post about something, uh, I've tried posting one of the same type of post with no picture and then one of the same type of post with a picture. Uh, and I'm going to do that a couple of times in a row just to kind of test it myself. Cause you know, a lot of the times this is not necessarily about podcasting. You know, this type of course, it's kind of a general overview and I'm not saying that it's not accurate. It's a matter of, you know, there aren't a lot of, um, there aren't a lot of, you know, how to market your podcast sort of situations out there. And at the very least, not from people that I feel like I could trust or that I would want to necessarily hear that sort of thing from. Um, you know, like I don't necessarily want to hear from Carson Daly, you know, uh, cause kind of a problematic person. I'm willing to admit that Carson Daly has had a very large uh, success uh, in, in this industry, but, you know, again, some of the things that they say on their program is very problematic, so it's like, okay, where do I draw the line of, you know, what I'm willing to hear from you? Um, okay, anyway, and then back to the social media strategy. Uh, come up with, I think I mentioned this yesterday, but kind of come up with a calendar of when you're going to post things, so that you, this way you kind of see the publishing frequency. Um, write down any of the resources that you might need, any kind of, uh, like, and, and sorry, write down any kind of requirements that you might have for paid advertising. 
Um, okay. And so then we've talked yesterday about finding the right channels, right? Look at the things that you need from for each channel and find the ones that are right for you. Um, if you're not familiar with what they are, I'm going to list off the leading social media networks, the ones that are currently at the forefront of, of life. So you have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I think are kind of three of your biggest. Um, and then you've got Snapchat, Pinterest, YouTube, and LinkedIn. A lot of places include YouTube as a social media network. I kind of don't, but I guess, I don't know, I guess it is, but it, it feels weird because I feel like, yes, there's comments, but it's mostly just a place for uploads. It's very strange. It's kind of, to me, it feels like it kind of walks a line between two or three different things. Um, all right. And so then this is sort of also kind of an attachment to your calendar. Uh, the next thing you're going to do is develop a little content series. So, you know, you're making sure that you're making your valuable content. Um, you're finding the place where your customers will earn their access to it. Um, and then essentially the whole thing and the whole point of creating this little content series that you're building trust and rapport with your customers. Um, and when I talk about valuable content, we're talking about content that either educates, entertains, or motivates to action, or all three. Um, I feel like that's kind of the ideal there, but uh, you know, it all it all kind of depends. I think sometimes it's just a matter of raising awareness, or like like we said earlier, just entertaining. Um, and then you know, you're basically making this series of content that you're driving through your channels. Uh, that should hopefully kind of have a similar theme or at least all kind of drive home some sort of main focus that you're trying to do. Um, you can set a schedule and even, you know, kind of save yourself some time. There are a lot of really great uh, automation tools like Hootsuite or Later. Uh, on Facebook, you can actually schedule posts. So that's also kind of helpful. Um, it saves you time in the end. Uh, but it's also cool because, you know, you can kind of uh, if you can perfect writing it all in less than 280 characters, you could post to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram the same post all at the same time, but without sharing it from one to the other. Because I'm not sure if you've ever noticed this, but on Twitter, if you share a photo from Instagram, it doesn't show the photo. It shows the first bit of your caption, and then it gives the link to the Instagram post. And like... I guess, but I mean, it's it. I for me, you know, having the option to share from one place is nice because it saves you time. So then, like when I'm on Instagram, I don't want to post it to Instagram and Facebook and then have to copy and paste everything over to Twitter. You know what I mean? That's just all a hassle. So having tools like that are are really great. Um, you know, you can also. I personally, my whole thing though is, um, I I say that about like my, my personal stuff. Like if I take a picture of myself with my cousins at a concert, right? I'm going to want to share the same post to three different places because I have sort of, in a way, three different audiences. I might have a lot of overlap in some of them, but, you know, it's just about making sure that the people who I want to see, see it, see it. But when it comes to the content for uh, the company, I'm almost never posting the same thing everywhere. Again, unless it's like kind of vital that everybody see that one piece. A lot of the times I, you know, what you really want is like kind of connected things. 
So like maybe you put a video series on Facebook, um, but you know, because you can't, well, I mean, I guess you could do that now with Instagram TV, but I don't really know anyone who uses that. So you could then put a trailer for your episode or for the show itself up on Instagram and Twitter to try and drive people to that video series on Facebook or even to your website, which is probably even better for you, considering the conversation we had just two days ago. Uh, the types of content that you want to share, um, I mean, you know, we've kind of been just talking about this, right? But, you know, basically just a variety. You want to reach as diverse of an audience as you want or or can, rather, um, but obviously still that are within the parameters of the, you know, the audience that you want to share it with, you know, like, if you want to share something about, I don't know, like a book coming out, you want to share it with people who enjoy books. Um, or, or maybe a better example is if you're putting out like a Marvel movie, right? An MCU movie, you're going to advertise it to people who like MCU movies, who like comic book movies, who like maybe Marvel comic books. You're probably not going to share it with someone who doesn't have any of those interests. Um, you're certainly not going to share it with Martin Scorsese, am I right? Uh, okay, so, uh, sorry, and just to make sure everybody knows, Martin Scorsese just recently, I think maybe it was today even, I don't even remember at this point, but he recently came out and was like really just taking a crap all over the MCU stuff, and it's like, dude, the stuff's not made for you then, just move on. Your movies aren't for everybody either. Calm down. Don't yuck other people's yums. Hey, if there's any lesson that you learn in this entire uh, episode today, it's this one. Don't yuck other people's yums. I'm going to have you say that to yourself like a couple times. Pause it. Pause the show. Say, don't yuck other people's yums or don't yuck anyone's yums, whatever, however you want to say it. Internalize that and then come back to it. Let people like the things they want to like. Uh, okay, so then anyway, so you're just basically you want to have content that is you know, making sure that you're reaching the people that you want to. Sometimes it's about explaining the things that you do without being like a promotion. Um, and I, you know, I mean like promotion, like, hey, here's a sale. Um, I think one of the best types is content that you are focusing towards the customer. Um, again, you know, you're trying to build a rapport with the people in your audience. Also, you know, using hashtags and getting other people to use them is also really great forms of content because you can just reshare or, you know, retweet people's posts about your stuff that use that hashtag. It's, it's extremely easy to find. Other people can follow that hashtag and find similar uh, posts or similar likes, similar interests. So it's a really great tool to use. Um and then basically the last thing that I think that is important about this is, is essentially it's social listening. Um, or at least the last thing of today. Sorry, I want to point that out. This, this whole topic is going to take me like three days to get through. Sorry. But it's a big topic and it's an important one too. So social listening uh, is essentially all about managing your community. You build your community by listening to what other people say about your content or to what you say, and you respond accordingly. accordingly sorry. Uh, social listening is about monitoring what people are saying and adjusting your market and industry or your brand within your market and industry based on those things. 
Um, and the benefit of social listening is that you you get to see how the customer feels and what their side of things are. And when you listen and adjust to what they say, you are showing people that you care. Um, and at the end of the day, it's also one of the easiest ways to gauge how your audience feels about you, your your brand, about your product, about just kind of who you are. Because if you're never paying attention to what people are saying and you're just trying to do research, but without checking out people's responses, I know that sounds very strange, but I mean, like, social media gives you so much almost immediate data. Um, and then basically find where your ideal customer is talking, you know, like, like we said, finding your right channels, search that using hashtags or keywords. Uh, and essentially you're just finding tools, uh, to address the social and customer service concerns about your company. Uh, and you can really grow a lot. And I think that kind of ties back into the evolution of brands, especially through social media that we talked about yesterday. Um, and I think it's one of the most vital things that people can do. Companies that don't listen to social media users, I tend to think you can really tell, truthfully. Um, like, I think it's such a huge part of now our culture. And again, like I said yesterday, it's one of the easiest ways to get in contact with people at those companies and to sort of see your opinions heard or responded to things like that. Um, it's It seriously is a great tool, although it does sometimes mean that you find a lot of dark things and a lot of unfortunate things. Um, you know, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it can just be a really negative place, and I get that. However, on the flip side, if you are really paying attention and really looking, I'm sure that you will always find the gold nugget that you're looking for right there when people are responding to you and your company and the things that you do or make. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about paid advertising, um, this time not in a negative context like we were talking about yesterday or uh, two days ago. What? Oh my gosh. See, time is just one giant loop. And I think that's going to do it for us here on this episode. Uh, as always, I am Colin Parker, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Roadmap. I will see you tomorrow, and I'll also see you on the Forbes. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.